You want to do a dance show? Nah, wanna... nah, we're good, man. We're good. How we doing? <laughs> What's up? How about that dramatic entry? We, we were right? gonna we were gonna beatbox a little bit, but we decided not to. <laughs> Thought about but it. We did bring a guest in to kind of help us out, just in case things went south. Um, you know what? If they do go south, we do have Drew in the comments, so uh, <laughs> so he can fix everything. He can tell you what we did wrong, but he's not gonna be able to fix it for us. Yeah, you, you know, can't remote in anymore. Well, not where he's at. He can't even get a text message right now. <laughs> what he's on. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I'm not expecting it. I think this is a test, Mike. <laughs> anyway, I, I expect more out of him. Man. Happy I, Thursday. I think that. Hold on, man. I was trying to figure out what I was going to pour, and you're like, "We're going to have plenty of that." It's true, right? I mean, he left it for us. He said he didn't want any, right? So honestly, happy Thursday, everybody. Cheers, everybody. Cheers to you guys. Mike, nice Cheers. to see you. Cheers nice to, to see everybody you. that's nice on. We'll go you. through that and see who's there yeah. in just a second. I'm excited to have Mike on the bar. See what's going on with uh, with this guy. He He's actually, got a couple of special bottles that you brought him that we can have him fun. dig into. Yeah, a bit I'm, I'm excited to see what he thinks about that. And I know somebody on the show is excited to see what he thinks about him as well. So um, what Something else is new. going on? Who we got online? It's like our... Who is first? That's the question. Uh, I don't know. Where is that, Cameron? <laughs> so, um, most of the folks from the pre-show are here, I see. Jesse yeah. says, Naked Grouse is really good, in my opinion. Probably one of the best malt blends out there. I don't think you're alone in that. No. We're going to get into some of the comments from our review. Um, and uh, a lot of people kind of shared that sentiment. So, too slow. Uh, Rostislav traps. Evening. Drew Bills. What do we say to See? that guy? Cheers, brother. I hope you're having fun on vacation. Relax. We probably won't break anything. It doesn't look like they'll break anything, but it looks like somebody broke something. <laughs> hey, by the way, Drew, we need to check your ring doorbell. I left you a little message this afternoon. <laughs> and we will be wow. leaving one later. And that's why I don't have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> one lost cause in Trooper Henry. So, you guys, we've got a good show. We're going to talk about this naked grouse. We're going to get into it. And then we're going to move the, the conversation to blends in general. Um, we're going to talk the difference in blends, what they are, where they come from, some of the details. Looking for some comments. There's a lot of people out there that have got, got a lot of different blends. We brought a couple different blends to yep, We've even got one that we've never had before. Yeah, we're, we're going to open one that we're excited about seeing what that what brings. But um, we do have some interesting scotch in the news to talk about as well. And some fun stuff. And I like. 11,000 subscribers, man. What? Hot freaking damn. How'd that happen? Oh, Good my job, gosh. Guys. We love you guys. Thank you so much for we that. We appreciate it. It took us five years to get there, but I'm so proud of it. I'm amazed by it, to be honest. Yeah. A lot of cool people that have uh, become part of this journey along the way. It's it's. From right around the world. Well, yeah. I mean, we just left the pre-show for patrons, by the way. If you're not a patron, we do do a patron pre-show and post-show to our lives. And so one of the patrons joined the pre-show is Mark, and he's in China. It just blows my mind that a guy can zoom in from China and, and we can talk about scotch and stuff. Yeah. So we get people from all cool. over the place. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. If you're not a patron, get on there. If you are a patron and you're not on the Zoom, you're missing out. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. You're missing out on, on good conversation and a lot of... Uh, a lot of scotch swapping going on between the patrons too. So we were talking about that beforehand as well. Right. Uh, so let's talk about this naked grouse, man. Let's get let's get naked on this thing. All right. Here. So let's get naked on this thing. Um, we I pulled up the comments uh, to read about it, and 
darn near everybody is on board with Naked Grouse. Even this guy, I wore I wore his shirt because he commented on our, our video. Um, haven't talked to Roy in a while, and he made a comment. And in his mind, Naked Grouse actually goes toe-to-toe -to -toe and is, if not better, than Monkey Shower. So I found that really interesting. And he did throw down the challenge that we needed to do a comparison. So, And, you know, the, we never – Maybe Never we pass up a chance to have a gun. Like, what are you talking about? Pick it up. Uh, <laughs> Twist that arm. I will say that I really enjoyed our review of this one only because the ones that are most interesting to me are the ones where we disagree. Right. And, and where there's a wider range of, of how everybody feels about it. I don't think anybody thought that this was not a good bottle. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, but so, Matthews. But I see. But I, I think that there was a lot of disagreement on maybe there. quality versus price, and and where that landed on your palate and how Apparently you felt you are, about buddy. the bottle itself. So, ironically enough, reading the comments, it really made me excited for tonight's show because I wanted to try another glass of this. I was yeah. like, all right, you know what? The review was one thing, but you know how things can change. You know whether it's sure. your mood, what you ate, what's going on with your palate that day. Um, I got a bottle of this. I poured into a decanter at home, and I, I hit that thing all the time. So I know it's I readily like available. I see yeah. it all the time. So. Right. And it's so let's get into it again. It's a nice dram. It's got some nice malty goodness up front. Get a little bit of that that sherry influence ish, and it's got a nice spicy finish to it. I mean, for what did we say this was? Thirty five bucks, give or take. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's a very reasonable price for this, I think, and it, it packs a lot of punch in that thirty-five dollars. I don't, it, it hits above its weight class. How about that? And it is, it's blended malt. Yes, right. So you're so, not getting that grain dilution, if you will. Um, so it it has that heavy mouthfeel of a of a malt whiskey. Um, so I, I think it gives you a lot of what you like and not much of what you don't like. Hey, John DeVoe. Good to see you on the show. I haven't seen you on the live show in a while, man. Keeping tabs on you on Facebook, though. Um, so Stalking. <laughs> yeah, a little light stalking. <laughs> a little light stalk, right? <laughs> Does it still taste like iodine today? That's why I just poured it uh, on Andro. I'm, uh, I'm curious to see that myself. I, I still get a little bit of that iodine, and it's got a little bit of the spice to it. Um, the spice is a, a little bit heavy on the finish, to be honest. I think this makes an excellent cocktail, which a lot of these blended malts in that price range, well, that's what they're for. Um, if you're if you're doing a scotch and water with with like a, a J and B or or a Dewars or something like that, which is what most bars would have something like that, like a, a blended scotch whiskey, it's gonna be a much lighter drink than something like this that is a is a blended malt, right. and has a lot heavier flavor profile to it. Uh, so to me, you know, something like the Naked Grouse or the Monkey Shoulder is going to give you, like if you made a Rob Roy with that, it's going to be pretty good. And at the price point, you're not going to have to pay, you know, $83 for a cocktail. So, and it would end up being something that you could enjoy. I still get a small sulfur note on the nose, um, at least right now, but it's rich on the palate. And, you know, I almost made Rob Roy's with that tonight. Just to do it? Yep. Because uh, I bet they're awesome. And then I got distracted. And so I've got all the ingredients upstairs. Uh, Porter, uh, Sunday Evening Scotch, he said around around here it's 26 to 30 bucks. I got it for 26 to 30 bucks, man. It's just, there's a lot to chew on in it. You know? I yeah. mean, what? It's, I mean, it's, it's there's nothing wrong with the glass itself. 
It's even in the grocery stores too. Right. So and I I liked it better than the what, famous what, what did our average score come out to? Do you remember? Mm -hmm. No, because the math was hard on that one. <laughs> I mean, you know, we we did everything from what a two to a three five. Yeah. So I mean it so but when you want to talk about three, those five. those scores, the three five was Drew. Yeah. And Drew got wow. the most praise in comments this week. A lot of people were on board with him. Uh and gave him a lot of praise for calling it a three-five. The, the other three, we, we got beat up a little. I don't say we got beat up, but they, you know, they, we didn't get any praise like Drew did. And maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong. It, it's called the I naked think, old man. <laughs> who says that? <laughs> of course, it's Tom. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good, and I think it's damn good for the price. Uh, like I said, yeah. I have a bottle on it, and I don't see why you wouldn't have a bottle for that money. I mean, I don't feel guilty drinking it. No, I, I think twice about it. But I also would hesitate to give it a super high score just because I think that, to me, when I give something, anything above a three, I'm. it's got to have some depth and complexity. And not that this doesn't have some decent depth for the price, but I just don't think that it... What did you score? I don't even I remember. Two, two, five. Two, five, I think. Um, it's been a minute. I totally it's, forgot. The it's been a week. Are you kidding me? I don't know what I have for breakfast. Um, <laughs> so, but I really enjoy this bottle. And if you're looking at it versus the monkey shoulder, it's got nice color. I mean, probably that's E150, but that's okay. I mean, it looks nice. I'll take it. Um, you know, at the end of the nice day, bottle. loosen your tie or kick off your heels and enjoy. That's what it says to do. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm sticking with, with, what I gave it on our review, which was a two or a two five, somewhere around there. Um, and I don't want people to think that's bad. Like I said, I, I have a bottle at home and I'll buy, I'll replace it when it's gone just because uh, I can. And why wouldn't I? I mean, it's just like monkey shoulder. I got a bottle of that all the time. Um, we're going to break out some other blends here in just a few minutes. And I've got a few more of those on my bar all the time. I mean, they're not overly expensive blends, but you know, it's not like I can afford to go out and get, some of those high-end compass boxes and replace those whenever I want. But uh, that's true. But you can. Can you can? You got bills to pay too. Um, but I guess if you drink enough, you don't worry about those bills, right? Right. COVID bills. Not COVID bills. We're not planning on retiring, are you? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so I do want to call out Bud Matthews. He hasn't been on a live show in quite some time. Are you been that busy, Bud? New baby keeping you down. Hopefully, I'm, I'm thinking you, possibly. You guys are well and. Uh, Doing well, all right. Out there. It's good to see you, though. Yeah, it's Cute good baby. to see you online, man. I, guess pictures. I so I really was curious about what we ranked the monkey shoulder. So yeah, Greg Styles says monkey shoulders overrated for the price. All right, so let's talk about it. Well, what's but, monkey shoulder at usually about twenty eight ish, twenty eight to thirty? Yeah, it's it's so literally same, same, price, same price, man. All right, this. Just this, smelling it, this one has more complexity than this. One. Do we have this poured yet? Which one? The monkey shoulder. No. I'll rinse this guy out. I just I used this for that uh, that blind sample Mike brought over. He tricked us with the Japanese. You want to know what our ratings were on the monkey shoulder? Yeah, once you're you ready for that. Gone. We've reviewed monkey shoulder twice. Our initial review was in 2017. So that was when you guys got back from New Orleans and yep. were like high on the so, hog. So it, it's been a while. Uh, when we initially reviewed it. Every single one of us gave it a two five. Okay, two five across the board. All right, all right. 
since then, oh, we we've talked up Monkey Shoulder quite a bit. We have since we've we first tried it, right? Uh, we we were big Monkey Shoulder fans, and so we did a re-review in 2020. Uh, we have the following scores on Monkey Shoulder for the re-review: Andrew three five, Mark three five, Sean three five, Drew four. I remember when he did that, and he even said he was going to regret it and get beat up for it. But, but now looking back on it, so he gave he gave Monkey Shoulder a four. He gave Naked Grouse a three five. I mean, Drew gave high marks for these, but and he figured value into it. Let's let's put another twist into it though. But now that you guys you guys have reviewed so much, now you're trying now you're looking at it a little bit different than you used to, because now you're putting value. To taste, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But our re-review, we did. But in your re-review, so you're looking at taste versus sculpt malt, Scotch malt whiskey society. You're looking Tamdu batch one. You're you know a lot higher quality ones, and you're looking at this one. You're like, it's a good taste. So that that scores high as it is. Yep. And then you're bringing in value twenty six dollars. This is damn good stuff for $26. And I don't have to spend that $125 True. to get something good. So just a person from the outside watching, knowing you guys and watching the videos and knowing these people, I've noticed some growing in the way you guys have started scoring. So that's just what I Yeah, see. I mean, I, that's nice. That, that's being gentle, Mike. <laughs> Sometimes I, I look back and I, I look at old reviews and I think about my scoring. And uh, I'm not the most consistent about always taking pricing. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And, you know, to be fair, you, you need to either be uh, one way or the other to really score. Pro but uh, to me, the, the last five years has not been about a number. It's not been about scoring. It's right. been about the journey. It's been about the perception, the nose, the taste, not so much some number. People but get now, up on the number. But now you know something that's $200 a bottle. You know sure. that taste. Absolutely. You know how that feels. You know that, you know, you know those little fragrances and those little True. taste buds, the way it's hitting the taste buds. Now you, then you taste this, you're like, Wow, I'm still getting that. Right, I, that's it's true. It's not that two hundred dollar bottle. Right, but good point. I think for me, when I when I go through and look at it as a value thing, it's not necessarily could I get could I get this cheaper. You know what I mean? It's okay. This this bottle's thirty dollars or fifty dollars or two hundred dollars. What else can I get for that money? Right. Am I likely to go buy this versus that? You know, and so I take that into consideration. You know, if I spent two hundred dollars on a bottle. Would I be okay with that? Do I do I feel like I got my money? Do I enjoy this bottle? If you bought it, yes. Right? Or do I feel like I'm getting kind of beat up on it at the end of the day? There has been a bottle or two in the last five years that I've bought and said, damn, man. I could have bought, bought two of those. I mean, two or three of those. But ones, yeah. I, I, it's thankfully few and far between. I don't really ever have those that, that guilt on it. I usually, I just enjoy it for what it is. But comparing these two, what do you think? Don't, don't think right. about the number. Tell me what you get. Tell me what. Here's, here's I what I get. Say. The, so the, the naked grouse to me, you know, you, you get that sherry influence. Absolutely. You can tell. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it, it's on the nose. It's on the palate. It's, it's very pronounced. Um, and 
when you Definitely. take a sip of it, it's got those nice sherry notes up front. Like I said, it, it fades into some iodine and, and a little bit of, you know, a fair amount of spice, honestly, at the end of it. The monkey shoulder is just a lighter scotch. Absolutely. There you go. Great so, styles. So, Key for, so for this, I would say Naked Grouse would be more of a, a space side, sherry finished versus a Highland style. Lighter, fruitier, more honeys, more floral, um, just a little bit different scotch. I think they're both very good. They're just a little bit different. Um, honestly, the first sip I took of the monkey shoulder, I was like, ooh, I'm going to beat this up a little bit maybe. But the, I, I think it was just a palate difference because it didn't have those sherries. And so when I took the first sip, I was like, I don't get anything. It's just kind of um, kind of the boobs, really. Yeah. And then when I went back for the second sip, it kind of cleared all that out of my palate. And when I went back for the second sip, I was like, oh, there's honey and there's floral. Sure. It's, it's it's actually very nice. So before I tell you what I think about it, let's ask, let's answer Greg's question here. If monkey shoulder was 65 bucks, would you still love it? That's pretty mm -hmm. much doubling it. 65 bucks. I honestly, I think I'd still enjoy the bottle. I mean, but at $65, they're probably giving you something a little bit more than that. I mean, you're talking a $28 to $30 bottle. So if they're charging 65 bucks, it's probably like monkey shoulder 12 year. And they're putting right. it in a barrel for a while and they're letting it age and get a little bit more maturity. And then they're charging you 65 bucks. So I, I think that either way, you know, I mean, it's kind of not a fair question. You know, any, I, mean, I see where he's going with it. But yeah. any whiskey, if they doubled the price, I'd be like, maybe not i can find something else you know you, you've bumped it into a different price category and so i think i've got to reconsider a little bit but it's still a nice well-rounded scotch i don't have a problem with it right to me if you're um, a mckellen 12 guy you like that mckellen 12 but you realize mckellen likes it more than you do and it's pretty salty on price yep this one this yep. is your money maker man you'll drink it and love it for a third of the price and you won't go wrong this is much more of a traditional Highland spirit. I'll be honest with you, after it sat in the glass, I put it away, had a couple of sips of this guy, came back, to, the sweetness came out of the monkey shoulder. It's so much more sweeter right now. Yep. Um, they're just two different styles. I'm not going to say I like one more than the other. I love the fact that I actually have an option. I have a yep. choice. I go to the bar and both of these sit in my bar. Am I wanting that sherry influence? Do I want that richness of that sherry? Or do I want that lighter, sweeter monkey shoulder? It's, it's perfect can't go wrong i honestly I, I think you deserve to have both of them on your bar but i know you know finance it's like is in our, uh rob roy either with a lot of villain or a right shoulder. right do you want pee do you or want to be hit in the face with some pee then do that if not i agree naked grouse tastes just like mac 12 says alejandro well cheers to you on that <laughs> so I, I think that they're just you know, I think it's fun because they're both blended malts and you don't see a whole lot of those, at least in the States. Man, dark chocolate just came out of that. But they're they're both very good. The good representations of what they are trying to do. Yeah. I uh, can't go wrong with them. And the price is right on both of them. I'm disappointed that we took so long to find this one. I, agreed. I mean, we did the other two grouses. What was it? The one was uh, Smoky. Smoky Grouse. And we did... Um, Famous grouse. Famous grouse. Right. And to me, this is the best one of all three. Travis. But Travis Faircloth. Hey Travis. hey, Travis. Something went in the mail to you, buddy. I hope you get it. I hope it uh, doesn't turn up in some post-delivery <laughs> guy's 
Anyway, that's Christmas another story. Basket. That's a story for yeah. the patrons that we just got uh, told. But anyway, um, we're gonna we're gonna. Do you want to take a time out and do some scotch in the news? Yeah, and then we'll come and back then we'll and do come some back blends. and talk about I think that's blends. A good break. So I don't know how to pull up. We're not that guy. I, I don't. Is it possible to pull up screens? I don't know. And I don't know how to. Pull you're gonna it. you're gonna break things, man. Yeah, I don't want to poke around, you guys, because we don't have the maestro here. Um, but we do have some interesting things in Scotch in the News. So I'm going to minimize this so we can't even see it. We just have to trust that it's there. <laughs> uh, that's the wrong one. So anyway, let's go. Let's pull up this um, Scotch in the News tab. And, and we're going to go way back over to here. And uh, you know what I can do? I can put the comments in the stream so that you guys can follow the article that we're pulling off of. This was pretty interesting. He's always learning something new. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I found this, uh, the, the spirits <laughs> business, the 10 best selling Scotch whiskey brands, right? I'm like, ah, this will be interesting. And I gotta be honest, it was more interesting than I thought it was gonna be because there's a couple of them I'm like, that's the, what, the top 10? I've never even seen it on a shelf. I mean, but, but yeah, America is not the only market. Exactly. Right. We live in the middle of Indiana and in the middle yeah. of the United States. So um, number 10 was Bell's. Not so surprising, but if you look at the percent change between 2018 and 2019, she took a hard fall, 14.7%. Um, so that's pretty disappointing. Do they see this? Or do they see I know, but they, they don't they see the this, but I, okay. I provided them the link. So anyway, I want you to also pay attention that 2019, Bell's sold 1.9 million Bottles. I'm not sure if that's bottles or, or cases. 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 1.9 million cases. Okay, so that was Bell's. So we moved to number nine, and so we got that's 12 bottles to a case. Right. <laughs> label number five. Never even heard of label number five. That's a limited edition, though. That that looks like some stuff that Andrew picks up when he goes to CVS and brings home for us. So right? you read this and you find out they love this shit in France. I mean, they're buying it, you know, hand over fist, 2.7 million cases. And it moved up 3.5% from last year. So that thing's taking a jump. Let's, let's look, get through this quickly. So black and white is number eight. eight. I've been dying to find a bottle of this just because of their advertising. Back, right. back in, the, in the early 1900s. They were like, yeah. Yeah, those, those two little dogs. Even, even were, into like the 70s. Yeah, They're man, very black popular. And white. Man. Everybody wants to be, I, just to get the bottle. Yep. But You were drinking that on an airplane we could still smoke on one. <laughs> 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 uh, 2.8 million cases in 2019, black and white. So then we move into number seven. And it's J&B. No surprise. Fair enough. Right, fair enough. I know J&B is pretty stinking popular. Three million cases. A lot, of, a lot of times we're I'm in the liquor store. Somebody's picking up a J&B. Absolutely. Yep. Doers was number six. I expected to see this in the top three. Number six. Was, was it a doers. certain doers though? No, the brand. This is brand. This is brand. Across the board. All, okay. all the doers combined, they That's sold three million cases. And they're moving up. And they're moving up. Look at their percent change. Three, 6.4% up. They Doing something right in, in this year. So number five, William and Lawson's. I, I don't even know what Lawson's that is. William, William Lawson's. William Lawson's. I, I don't, somebody tell me if you've had a bottle 3. of William 3. 3.3 million cases. And that's falling from, from 2018. Hmm. So Grant's number four. Again, not surprised there. Grant's yeah. is huge. 4.2 million cases. That's a big jump. And that Are was, these numbers worldwide? Yes, okay. this is this is global. Number four, 
best-selling brand of 2019 grants. Number three, Chivas Regal. Okay, not surprised. Chivas, seems like it should be higher. Okay, 4.4 million. I'm reading these numbers because when you see number one, I want you to just see that it's not even freaking close. Okay. Okay, number two, Ballantines. Blown away uh, by this one. Did not expect wow. that. Look at those fancy bottles, though. I, I bet it's... Ballantines was the number two selling brand globally in 2019. 7.7 hmm. oh. million cases. Ballantines. Wow. There's China. Two there's two bottles to a case. China just right. China just <laughs> bought the shit out of this. Eastern Europe, Brazil, India, and China. So there you go. 7.7 million, guys. 7.7 million. Number one, you know what it is. Johnny. Yep. 18.4 million cases. And that's a 2.8% decrease from 2019. So they're the McDonald's of 11, Scotch. 11.4 <laughs> of those is White Walker. Oh. That's what's up. So anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back over to the stream to see what people are saying. But so, I mean, honestly, you guys, all right, if you click the uh, link or you follow along, I know I couldn't show it. White Walker. Yep. But... Yeah, not my favorite. That's not true. <laughs> I, I mean, well, I, I mean, point four million. Here's the number thing, two though. was seven. It, Johnny Walker is the McDonald's of Scotch, and and here's why they have a dominant quarter market. What was the last? What was the eighteen and nineteen? Go back to that real quick for us. Uh, it goes. Oh. It, Dropped. It okay. dropped. That's what I'm saying. It dropped to. But when did when did when did the when did the White Walker come out? And then when did the those two other those were Game all, of all, all of them were 19. All 19. Yeah. That's why it went down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why it went down. <laughs> look at the market analyst. Mike, you, the market analyst. When you look at you know when I get trade magazines every year and they talk about okay top hundred you know chain restaurants in, in the world globally. And you're going through it and you're like, okay, yeah, they're, they're killing it. You know, you get the Burger Kings and, you know, places like that. And then you get to McDonald's and McDonald's is like more than the next six restaurants all put together. Like they can't even come close to right. touching it. Right. And, you know, they're just a dominant force at this point. And Johnny Walker's kind of like that. Like they've been pumping the market full of their brand for so long that how are you going to get out ahead of that? You know? And so they're all, beast. They're all the ones that you saw on that list that are coming up the list are all in emerging markets. They're all in China, India, Brazil. Right. You know, they're, they're hitting up people that aren't customers yet, but they want to be, you know. So a couple of observations. John, Justin, you're right. They're all blends. That's going to be in the next conversation after Scotch in the News. So remember that comment because we're going to talk about blends, and I think you're going to be astonished to see how many blends are sold every year. It's crazy. So to go back to the Scotch in the News, the next article literally is just – its I won't show you guys the link. It's from the same website, but it talks about the brand champion for 2020. It was number six in the list, Doers, because they had a 6.4% increase from 2018. So doers made a huge jump. And they're going three million nine liter cases. Yeah. So yeah, I mean lots well, of standard 750. 12 bottles of 12 bottles. Yep. So doers was number six in the top 10, but they were deemed the champ of 2020 because of the number, the, the increase in 2019, which 6.4% when some of those went down. Yeah. Some of them went down considerably. Even Johnny, Johnny worked. Yeah. Right. So 
Um, there's another article that I was going to talk to you guys about. I'm not going to give you the link. It's about the new McKellen's. I don't know if you guys know that McKellen has now added two Scotch whiskeys to its double cask range, a 15 and an 18. Just to give you guys a little perspective, the, uh, the 15 is going to come in at 135 a bottle at 43% ABV and the 18, well, she's going to go for 330. I feel like they like their whiskey a lot more than Boy, I do. Boy, they love it. Like a lot more. They love it. So the next article, I'm going to send you guys the link. With to this. that 15, I'll just bring this up. I'll stop you real quick. Yeah, Because yeah. I was at a local liquor store not too long ago, and somebody was, it's out already. The 15. Oh, out. it's on the shelf. It's on the shelf. Okay, okay. And somebody was walking out with six, six bottles of it. And I was like, what are they? At first, I thought it was like, what's the... The other light blue box, triple. It's oak. a fifteen. It a it's a fifteen. Triple oak. Yeah, it's. I know which one. Triple, triple, triple wood. Triple right. wood. Yeah, yeah, that was. That's been out for a while. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought it was. But then I asked. I was like, "What? What?" I asked one of the workers. I was like, "What? What did they just pick up?" I was Where was like, that? Was at? at a local liquor store. Oh, just a local liquor store. Okay, yeah. I was just. I mean, so it was here in town. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. They said, no, that's the new one. That's why they bought all six bottles. So. They can keep them. I, you know what? I'd like to try them. Maybe we will, but I'm not running out to get them. Let's just say that. So 3.30 for an 18-year-old. See, well, what's Steve the current, says. What's the current 18? So those are like two. Those are almost 300 as it is. Not buying those so, either. <laughs> Steve, it's pretty hard to love McKellen as much as McKellen does. Um, I just is what it is. I don't know how they keep raising their prices and still selling as much as they do. At some point, there's got to be, you would think people would be like, you know what? That, that's kind of pricey. Maybe I'll try one of these other ones instead. In fact, I can buy 12 bottles of some of these other ones for what I pay for one bottle of that. If you like McKellen 12, give this naked guy a try. Right? Uh, for the price, you're going to be like, okay, my McKellen 12 it will sit on the shelf. That's usually about, what, 65? 75 to 80 now. It's gone oh, up. really? Yeah. Been a while since I ate and then yeah. yeah, crazy. So this next one, I'm gonna actually put the link in here because I want you guys to click it and go check this out. But uh Biagio's got a new range they've got coming out, uh, similar to their flora and fauna rank series that they had. It, it reminds me of that, but it's a collectible range, and I want you guys to check this out. Um it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty freaking cool. I wish I had twenty-five thousand uh, dollars when it goes on sale because I'd probably try to get it. It's not out. There will be 200 and I want to say 38 complete sets that will go up for sale. Now, hang on. It's um, it's in this article. And if we all go together. So, look, if you buy it, the 238 sets, if you get a set for $25,000 USD, you will get the set of eight bottles. And each bottle comes with a side sample of 20 milliliters so you don't have to open the bottle to taste the scotch. What's that's, That's a pretty nice, nice thing to do for twenty five grand. <laughs> so they're anticipating people not open. I mean, I was just saying they're going to buy two yeah. sets, and then and I don't so there'll be a global registration just to be considered to buy them. Um, and then they're it, it's they're selling it as a collector's thing. Yeah. So if you look at the the actual link that I gave them, this guy, uh, da, 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 I can't. Doctor Jim. Yeah. Jim. So. 40 years in the business, he selected Beverage. these. What you're getting is, uh, I don't know if it's listed in this or the other one, but you're getting a 1971 Cragmore, uh, 
pretty cool. A, a 1988 Singleton, um, which is a 30-year-old. Uh, you're getting a 40-year-old Port Ellen. It's probably awful. It's buy that, I'll yeah. just take that for Right. You. A 28-year-old Lagavulin, a 26-year-old Klein Leash. Um, how old is this Talisker? Uh, it just says 1988, so uh, I have, uh, yeah, old enough. A 1984 Colila. They're they're all listed on the. the oh yeah, there you there. go. A 48 year old Cragmore, a 40 year old Port Allen, a 35 year old Colila, a 31 year old Talisker, a 30 year old Singleton, a 28 Lagavulin, mm -hmm. a 26 Klein Leash, and a 25 Mortlock. Um, hmm. I, who wants to give me their sample box? It still seems, <laughs> I mean, it's it's still a little salty. I'm not going to lie. Just looking through the bottles, I'm like, those sound really good. And they're all very expensive bottles. Are they $25,000 expensive? I don't know. So Porter <laughs> says, Sunday Evening Sausage, that's crazy. Made for the collector and flippers. Not a fan of that at all. It's whiskey, not a trophy. Uh, I agree. I wish I could afford it though, because I, I definitely would like to try some of those. I mean, to me, that that set is one of those sucker born every minute situations. You know what I mean? Like, how how can we make this sound awesome? Like, we're gonna give them some value, but we're we're gonna take a little bit of their money. So <laughs> I guess the challenge is for some subscriber out there to uh, go out there and spend a few minutes and price point trying to buy, buy was, bottles of similar that. age from those distilleries. How many bottles were there? Eight bottles. And I would say the average age was 30 years. Per bottle? So three, a little over three grand a bottle. How much is I mean, Port for, Ellen? For the Port yeah. Ellen's probably. Yeah. 40-year-old Port Ellen, yeah. it'd be salty. Um, I mean, so some of those, I think you're, you're getting your Legit, value out of it. Right. And I mean, there's some of them that, I mean, 40-year-old scotch, you don't see a whole lot of that. So I had to put Travis's comment up there because it's truth. <laughs> <laughs> Preach, brother. Preach. Everybody who starts on the journey starts with McAllen and then finds Glendroney. <laughs> and never goes back. No, I should say that never goes back. But it's he's oh. right about that. So there wasn't much more in, in the... Oh, what was that? Did I miss it? I'll buy 800 bottles of monkey shoulder. That'll boy, Greg. Um, Never so run out. The uh, the last comment, uh, the topic that I want to talk about, I'll post the comment, uh, the, the link in here for you guys to spend some time with it because the list is very long. We won't go over it to, uh, to detail here. But basically, this uh, the Forbes posted a, an article about the this year's international whiskey competition winners and just scrolling through it, trying to find out who's what. It's all Ardbeg. It's all Ardbeg and Doers. Glen Morangi did fairly well. They represented, but if you liked Ardbeg, Corey Vrecken or Black or Black or however you'd say it. I can't um, do that. Obviously, the <laughs> judges liked it. Uh, wow, both committees. I can't get behind that and, one, though. And it, look at that. Uh, Ardbeg slammed this list, you guys. If you just spend a few minutes scrolling through this and you're like, Ardbeg, Glenn Marangi did fairly Ooh, good. That's cool. The 14. The 14 Quinta Ruben placed first. first. That's yeah. awesome. That is good cool. Good stuff, too. Um, so... There, you know, there's a few, a few other winners that popped up, like a, a Glen Livet or Aurora, or but for the most part, when you start scrolling through here, you're going to see Ardbegs, 
And oh, then right. you get down into the blends, and guess who owns it? Doers, 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 and some more Imperial doers. Doers, doers, doers. I didn't even bother to look at the U.S. Um, so you want to scroll through this real quick? If you want to, I want to scroll through it, Mike. Wow, Eagle Rare Ten, Best so American, Best whiskey. American whiskey. Well, seventeen ninety. You won't ever see a bottle years. of that again. No. <laughs> seventeen ninety two <laughs> bottled in bond, third place. Straight bourbons. There's a rare eagle ten again. Yep. See? We never see it again. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it slammed Best first place. Every one of them. Look. Rare eagle. Rare eagle. Seventeen ninety two. Old hammer street. Some of the snuck in there. So, it, you guys check out the link that I put in the post for for who won, who didn't. You know, if you're interested in that. But it's it's pretty fun to scroll through real quick. But I think you kind of learn something from what Mike and Sean just said about when if you see something that's repeating on that list over and over again, probably especially in the bourbon. World. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as, soon as, as soon as anybody sees an award on there and they slap like a sticker on there, is that the truth? It's, it's flying off the shelf. So let's uh, let's transition on into the, the total conversation of just blends. And I, I want to get into it because my glass is empty and I need to pour something. Yeah, I've been, waiting. I've been waiting. <laughs> so I'm going to skip the Johnny Walker black and go to this. I'll, I'll hit the black in a minute, but that's the smoky one. So yep. this, you guys, well, I'm going to, this is a, an old J&B. Uh, we reviewed this in a lineup yeah. video a while back. This Not is a, a plastic real good. No, this is a 1985. Yeah. I, it's on the box somewhere, but it's an old JMB. I gotta say, it's, it's good, cool. man. It's, it's surprisingly good. Right. Honestly, it it made me realize why blends were so popular back in the day, and and how they could maintain that because they were pretty stinking good. So to transition into the conversation of blends, let's just talk about more. what a blend really is. Um, there are five or I guess there are six categories. We were debating this five. Earlier. You might see. Let's just talk about five categories of scotch, right? You've got blended scotch, which is a combination of grain and malt whiskey. Correct. You've got blended malt whiskey, which is these guys single malts blended single together. Single malts blended together, no grain whiskey in it. You've got from different distilleries. From different distilleries. You've got blended grain whiskey. Same thing, just with grain. Then you've got single malt whiskey, and what's which is the, uh, single grain whiskey? Single grain whiskey, right? Which so those are the five big hitters, right? We're talking about blends, so we could talk about blended and, malt. And blended malt is a, a pretty small category. Give a couple uh, examples, though. We've got two. We've of got them right two. Here. So monkey shoulder and, and naked grouse would both be blended malt. So there's no Johnny grain Walker's green would be a blended malt. And and so you get a different mouthfeel. It's got it's got a different characteristics than than your blended scotches. Right. But blended scotch whiskey, so grain whiskey and malt whiskey blended together, that's the heavy hitter. You know, that's that's the big power lifter of the scotch industry. That's where they make their money. Um, so if you go back and and do a little history, you know, when when scotch was first discovered. Everything was single malts because they didn't have grain whiskey. Right. It wasn't until the advent of the continuous still, the coffee still in the early 1800s that you started getting mass production of neutral grain spirits, basically. Cranking it out. Cranking it out night and day. They could just go, go, go. They never had to stop. And so they're putting out thousands and thousands and thousands of liters of, of spirit. Right. 
so they're taking that grain whiskey and blending it together with the malt whiskey to give it some added character. Let's define that for, for anybody that's watching at home that doesn't know what the difference between grain and malt is, because that's the, the next So question. a single malt whiskey it's is 100% malted barley. Malted barley. That's what I wanted it's, them to hear. It, that's the grain that they use to make right. the single malt scotch. They can use pretty much anything in grain whiskey. Like everything with the kitchen sink, you can just throw it in the thing. Anything and that you can distill. Yeah. So basically you're you're converting starches to sugars, converting the sugars to alcohol, distilling it, and putting it out the door as fast as you possibly can. And the cheaper the product, the better. Right. Because uh, the goal is to drive down the price of that stuff. And so what they did was now you've got a very inexpensive to make spirit that you can make in mass quantities that's lighter, doesn't have quite the flavor characteristics. You're going to blend it with malt whiskey to give it a little more oomph and do a blended scotch and sell millions and millions and millions of liters. So the list that you just went through a few minutes ago, you know, Johnny Walker is selling 18 million cases of product a year. Maybe uh, 5% of that is their green label, which is the main malt. Yeah. The rest, of it, great. the rest of it's all grain. And, and so there's good money to be made. Even and, your Johnny Walker Blue has grain whiskey. And to be honest, I mean, as much as we all love single malt scotch, like, and it's popular and a lot of people drink it, most of our subscribers, that's all they drink. That didn't happen though until. Yeah, it's, it's a very recent thing. And even to this day, we are a very small percentage of the market. 90% or more of people that are drinking scotch, it's it's blended scotch. That's what they're drinking. That's what bars are buying. That's what people are ordering. That's what they're going into the liquor stores to buy. And to be honest, that makes the companies profitable and drives the production at the distilleries. So let's just talk about how much blended whiskey sold every year. According to the Scotch Whiskey Association's uh, website, 68% of all scotch sold every year is blended scotch. Not, it's just blended scotch. I don't, um, if you want to talk about single malt is only 10%. And then combined single grain, blended grain, and blended malt are 22%. So blended scotch, 68% of it. And then you look at the numbers, 450 bottles of blended scotch is sold every minute worldwide. 450 bottles every minute. Our show's an hour long, takes 60 times 450, and think about how many bottles of whiskey just moved. It's a lot, man. It's crazy. Um, so it, it's a huge, huge market. You guys saw the top 10 that we were talking about a few minutes ago, right? And and a couple of folks, John DeVoe, had made a point saying, those were all blends. Yes, Not surprised now. Not surprised at all when you look at some of these crazy mm -hmm. numbers. Um, yeah. It is unreal, Richie. It's a it's a lot of whiskey and eighteen million. That's just Johnny Walker, brother. I mean, right. that's not talking about the other nine in that top ten yeah, list. <laughs> JMB's got three, you got right. six here, seven there. I mean, it's it's a lot of booze to be sold. And there's a lot of markets where you know, I mean, the United States, Great Britain, we we have fairly easy access Canada to you know some some higher end single malts. It's not so difficult for us to get a hold of that. Definitely some other uh, markets around the world. But most of the markets, I mean, you know, stuff like J&B, that's that's what's on the shelf. You know, you're not you're not finding high end Macallans, you know, right. or, or things like that. You know, a lot of people, that's that's what they have access to. 
go on an airplane, any domestic flight here in the States, nine out of 10 times, you're going to get dual or white. That's what you're going to get. You might be or lucky. Johnny Walker. You, you might be lucky to get a Johnny Walker. But I mean, I, that's that's what's out there. And it's a huge, huge, huge market. So let's let's talk about some other things about why why put grain in? Why do they do this? Why if you look at single malts didn't really get popular here in the States till what maybe the eighties it started yeah. started picking up and now it's you know it's a niche thing. It's a popular, it's it's got but Blends aren't going away. We just proved that with the numbers. And even blends are getting into the high end. Look at your Johnny Walker Ghost and Rare, oh. where they're blending in some old shit, you know, some 40-year-old Port Ellen, and now they can charge $500 for that bottle of blend, right? You look at some of your, your high end, just regular high ends, your Johnny Walker Blue. What's that go for? You'll see right. it anywhere from 250 to what, 170 Yeah, if you're lucky. Somewhere in that nature. I mean... So malts can be expensive, but they can also be extremely affordable. And I think that's kind of the number one reason they put grain. I think the affordability drives it. You know, I mean, if you're looking for an entry level market, you're, it, it's all price conscious, right? What can they afford? Right. You're not going for a luxury market. So it's, it's all driven on price at that point. So now you're talking about a couple bucks difference here and there makes a difference on your sales. So if you can, put a little bit more grain in there than malt and drive your cost down just a little bit. Under might the sell, you might sell twice the competition. as many Right. And then that gets them hooked on your brand. And then you can start marketing for the next level up. Right. right? It, it's a different price point and category than you're talking about for single malts. Right. I mean, you know, we come on here and we talk about $200 bottles, $5,000 bottles, 25 grand for eight bottles. Like that's not entry level. Like you have to know what you're doing yes, and have the, yeah. uh, the ability to spend that kind of money on eight bottles of whiskey to, to do that. Um, but all of these bottles that we have up here are very affordable, very easy to get a hold of. You know, they're they're widely distributed because there's so much of them. Um, Alejandro, I, I agree. I think that there's definitely some cheaper single malts. Uh, I don't know about single malts. Blended malts. Blended malts, sub 30, sure. Um, but I don't know if I've seen a single. I want to stop before I forget this, and I'll throw this up here, though. Hot dang. Zach Andrews. Zach. Stay tuned, Zach. We're going we're gonna to bust out a couple of your samples here and put them on the bourbon man right here. It'll be good. A few minutes. He's not had these, so I'd stay tuned. I'm excited to see what he thinks about it, and I know you are. Um, one of the things that I, I, I crossed um, – in researching blends though is and why you just covered up probably the biggest reason but here's a, a reason that i think it's overlooked and i read it from one of the master blenders so we drink this this uh, cast drink whiskey and what's one of the things we do when we drink cascade we, we, where's the water i'm put a little bit of this well why do you put water in it changes the complexity of that whiskey yep. opens it up changes things this master blender made a point of saying i use grain whiskeys to open up and show the complexities of the malts that I put in it. And, and I, I was like, you, damn, I've never considered using it as, as a watering technique. Instead of watering it down with water, I'm going to water it down with grain spirit because it's neutral. Right. And it, it'll open up that malt. I would say, I think that's a unique idea. And I think that you do see that in those mid and high level blended scotches. Talk to you John Leisure I mean? about it. If you're, yeah. if you're spending some money on your scotch and it's a blend, 
you know, you get some really good stuff. Very interesting scotches that have depth and complexity and are really fun to drink. But I think some of these entry level ones, it's not necessarily the case. Yeah. So I'll, I'll fess up and say, and I think everybody, all four of the dummies will say, we're not the most uh, versed in single grain whiskey. We've not really had uh, our eyes open. To, to, I've had a couple of really good ones, some older ones at some whiskey events that I've just been like, damn, I really need to get into this, this little niche and, and expose myself to because I don't know that much about it. I obviously drink it in blends, but I don't have any single. Well, I think it's not as it's not as prevalent in our market. So it's, it's much more, more affordable to get. It's much more affordable for the older stuff, but it's also much lighter. And and so you've really got to dig for it. Mm. Like, have you had many like Some older grain. grain whiskeys? Have you tried any? There, I mean, it is what you, exactly what you would think it would be. Like, it's very light. Yeah, they're very approachable. But if you're looking for, like, you can spend all day really thinking about it, and it's it's tough. It gets tough. Everybody say hi, Lee. Hi, Lee. Hi, Lee. I put you up there because you're here. <laughs> Just in time for us to open this one. Yeah. So we're gonna get into another blend. So um, we we've got a, we I pulled a couple of other blends just to t since we were talking about blends. Um, not all are smoky. Obviously, the the Johnny Walker Black is. Um, and the difference between this is those two, these two have grain in them. These two are single malt or blended malts, excuse me. Um, this has been sitting on the bar for a long time. Uh, this bottle was given to me by a friend. Uh, every time they come to visit, she usually brings some old bottle that she inherited from a, a late uncle who was a Scottish guy. And um, so this was a bottle. This is a liter, isn't it? Yeah. This is the big boy. It's a Bell's Old Scotch Whiskey, 100% Scotch whiskeys, distilled, blended, and bottled in Scotland. Distillers Perth Scotland. Is Bell's that number 10? Bell's yep. was number 10 on the list. So a four you go. <laughs> Crack that open, man. Well, yeah, let's do this, man. Let's see what this has got. Aaron, I won't say your last name just to keep you innocent. Thank you so much. I'm a... Uh, I'm pretty excited because this was probably 80s as well. Yeah, I, I this is probably mid-80s. I know I did the research on it a long time ago, and I've got it on some the, of the document on my computer. I will say the fun part about drinking these blends from that era is you're talking about around the time that, that the whiskey distillery started to go bust. The market was crashing a little bit. Most of them. But blends, blends I mean, bottle. from this JMP, blends old. back then are good. Scotch whiskey, so it must be old, right? They were really putting, here's the thing about it, you guys. So right now, today, 2020, you go buy yourself a blended malt, uh, a blended whiskey, uh, a JMB. You go to C CBS, the pharmacy, and you buy a JMB, right? Yeah. You're not getting the best malt whiskey in that bottle because single malts are popular right it's now better so most of the, the ones are good good malts are going oh, to single malt yeah. bottlings you're probably getting the subpar malts in your blends <laughs> but back really in the 80s <laughs> single malts weren't popular they weren't a thing nobody cared about it so all that good malt whiskey was going into the blends i'll get to it is it really good oh it is really good <laughs> just put that away just grab that glass and try some it's I really I gotta good wash this out. um I need some water. I, I love trying these older ones because, you know, everything that we have had that's that's a modern blend, yeah, they're dumping more grain in it. And and you think back about, you know, stuff that was going on in the, you know, 70s, 80s, everybody was drinking blended scotches. And you're like, 
Man, why wouldn't they have? I mean, I know single malts weren't a thing back then, but hey, couldn't you find something better? <laughs> but then you try one of these and you're like, oh, that's actually really great, man. I mean, that's that's really nice. Did you try it? The nose is a lot exceeded my expectations at first. Let's see what everyone's saying about this. Smash that like button. Dang, Zach stays up. We're going to leave Zach up for a little while. Hang on a second. Cheers. I'm not going to try this guy yet. I'm going to. Cheers to you. Thank you, Zach. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. You know what we haven't said all damn night? Wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. Well, you'll say it when you tag us sipping that other one. I'm waiting patiently for you to try it, man. It's good. I'm going to leave Zach Andrew up there until somebody takes him down. <laughs> uh, Bell's is the only whiskey I've seen in my dad's house. One bottle would last years. All right, Whiskey Mystery. So, so. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Is that because he didn't drink that often, or was I? I, I got to assume it wasn't bad, or he wouldn't have had it. Um, I'm interested to see what this. I don't is think this go. would last a month at my house. <laughs> What'd you think? That's good, right? That's good <laughs> it's stuff, really right good. there, dude. It's a liter blend. So think about it. It's probably mid '80s, maybe early '80s, and it was probably twelve bucks. I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say I, between ten and fifteen myself <laughs> for. Buy me a liter for my birthday. <laughs> okay. So I do smell grain in it. I, I get that. That's there. Fruity, though. Yeah, it's it's fruity. It's got some nice apple. I was going to yeah. say. There's, a, there's like apple. cinnamon and some baking Ooh. spices on there. Hello, sweetheart. Pie crust. Pie crust. Cobbler crust. Oh man, it's it's nice. It's it, it just really is nice. Hi, Mom. My favorite dog. My favorite dog. Well, wow. Damn right. <laughs> it um. Uh, it the finish just is tricky. Uh, hang on a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This guy deserves some time. This guy deserves some time. That's. Mr. Sunday Evening Scotch, he took Zag down from $199 at $2. Now, that right there is a Price is Right watching dude. I'm all about that, man. I'm with you, Mike. I'm here, brother. We, we got another one down Mr. there, too. Ford. We need to talk about this. I'm going to let this thing open up for a second. But we do, I want to scroll down. Let me see if maybe Zach said something about it. I'm sure he did. <laughs> so, Tom has an interesting point, And here's one that we really didn't actually talk so much about. Was uh, compass box. So yeah, because uh, we don't have many compass boxes on the boat. Well, he was right talking about. He was talking about that. This one. big guy right here. Oh, yeah, I mean killed, it's an empty. Um, so the only compass box that we've got that's got liquid in it that we're willing to drink right now is this, and that's not even a whiskey. Technically no. Technically no. Because of because they the, didn't age because it because of one little Glencairn glass of of what did he pour in it? I don't oh, even I can't remember. Even remember. Somebody tell me the story, stranger, stranger, but. It was very John Glazer-esque. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to piss somebody he off. He thumbs his nose at the world. I Good love for him. And you know what? But he still makes great hey, he's, freaking he's, <laughs> And he's such a soft-spoken guy. He's just funny to me. Yeah. He's, a, he's brilliant, though. So uh, um, so anyway, I, I wanted to comment. Whiskey Music says, Colonel Lee Whiskey was in my dad's house. Are you guys familiar Colonel with Lee this? Whiskey. Are you familiar no, with I'll that? look at it. So there, there goes Mike. Uncle Google's going to tell him what it is. My, my dad was an Irish whiskey guy, and he still is. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Bob H. 
Bob H might my Bob H might run this out because um, KB's not on. So become a patron. It's a blast, Bob. It is, and um, the patrons are the ones that makes us. You yeah. guys keep us going. So yep. I agree with you, Bob. Cheers to you, Whisk Wheelhouse. I will say that the one thing that has come out of about. all of the craziness this year has been the advent of us doing the pre and post zooms. They're a lot of fun. Like you know, we did the. That's, that's hot, man. Bourbon. We did the oh, we did the voice chat for probably a year, who, give or who take. Posted nine months. Colonel Lee. Uh, let me scroll up. Right, yeah, up. right here, right. Whiskey music. Colonel Lee whiskey was, was that in my dad's house. Kentucky Street is this? Kentucky. Yeah, you got it. I can see it. Kentucky Straight. Is that it? Is that the label that was in your dad's house? To me, that label just looks screams hot. <laughs> well, there's a bottled and bond and then a regular. So there's a 40, there's an 80 proof, and then there's the 100 proof. Bob going for the so, win. <laughs> he usually does. So what's our what's our consensus on blends? What are, we, what are we thinking about them right now? I appreciate them. I, my personal take is I, I definitely don't stub my nose at blends. Um, obviously, I love single cask, cask strength, single malts, right? I, I mean, but there's a lot to offer in blends. I agree. Um, and I'm not even a guy that mixes, you guys. I'm not a, a mixed drink maker. I mean, I drink whiskey. Um, I'll drink a mixed drink if someone knows what they're doing when they make it for me. If you would have made yeah, I'll enjoy that. But at the end of the day, uh, I, like, I, like, I like scotch, and I don't care if it's got grain in it or not. Um, I'll say that there are some bad ones, you yep. know, you can go overboard with it and get some piss poor grain in there. But, um, I am very interested in the single grain realm, but I'm blown away about the numbers researching this and looking at the numbers of blended, blended scotch that's sold globally. I'm like, Jesus age, man, that, that, that's a lot of freaking whiskey. Yep. Um, and that's not even where I'm sitting. You know what I mean? Right. So I, 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 think that blends are something that everybody should be into you should try them you should have some if you're a beginner it's not a bad place to start it's no, not it's affordable to get in um, right i will say though that I, I can appreciate blends that are doing it right you know what i mean so like this bottle right here this bells i drink that all night it's good stuff am i wrong uh, i mean it's really nice this is, really, this is now then you you turn around and you go and you buy you know Cuddy Sark like a a, a, a new, new bottle a Cuddy Sark not not great man uh, so I, I think that you can overdo it on the grain if you're using the grain to bring out nice things in the malt then I think you're doing doing it the right way if you're doing it to just dump some stuff together to go make a buck maybe that's not the right way to do it well. I agree with you on the, the, there are blends out there that are putting out quality product. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. And, and and I think these are two fine examples of that. Mm -hmm. There are blends out there that are literally just cranking out product, right? And yep. the numbers speak to that. You see it when you look at that number and you're like, Jesus, there's that many blends going on. Sure. Because they're just, those grain distilleries, they're just, they're pumping, man. 94.7, baby. Yep. Yep. <laughs> How much I mean, can you give me? They're doing it up. So, you know, I think that it's worth exploring some of the blends. You know, there's there's plenty of really nice blended scotches out there, blended malts um, that you can explore and get something out of that I think are worth trying out. And it's not going to break your bank to do it for the most part. 
there are some expensive ones. There are some expensive ones, and don't get me wrong, there are some really good grain whiskeys out there. It's grain scotch, it's single grains. I've had a few um, up at uh, TV's house, man. I blown away. I'm like, holy shit! I didn't yep. realize grain could offer that. But I also do say that I think you need to have a little bit of whiskey experience. You need to have your palate needs to be a little bit refined. You need to be able to pull out some of that light subtlety because it is light and there, it's, it's very light. neutral. Um, but when you are able to, you're like, wow. Yep. Very creamy well and buttery. And yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Um, and if you're looking for this bells, you're going to have to travel back in time. Is someone looking for that one? Somebody said something about buying some bells and this one's so probably not what you're going to get at the store right now. Although I'll say they were number 10 on the best global brands of 2019. So they're, they're still doing stuff. Yeah. Um, this one was just gifted uh, to, to me by a friend that you know, her uncle was a scotch drinker and he had a whole foot locker, military foot locker full of bottles when he passed away and she ended up with it. So she brings me a bottle when they come over and this was in one of the gift bags that she brought. And I was like, all right. So I, it's been literally sitting on Sean's shelf for probably eight months. And I haven't, I haven't touched it. You know, we were waiting on, you know, there's a lot of stuff that sits back here until it's time. So, yeah. And, and I have a feeling that uh, we're going to have some fun with this bottle and I guarantee sure. you some other folks are going to have some fun with this bottle and with a liter bottle. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure this one gets around a little bit and have some fun. I mean, who says it? This guy right here says it, right? What's he say? Scotch, uh, whiskey isn't good until it's shared or something. Yep. I, mean, I mean, at the end of the day, that's where it is. You got to share your whiskey. So um, it's 1101. I'm in no wow. hurry. I'm in no hurry. You know, are you guys in a hurry? Do we need to shut it down and go to the patron post show? Or do you guys want to keep going? To, to be honest, I'm excited that we made this thing fire up. And I'm just going to tell you guys, tomorrow's a federal holiday, so I'm not working. I'm, you work Fridays? <laughs> <laughs> that was cold blood. This guy doesn't work Fridays. <laughs> no, uh, tomorrow which is supposed to be a work day, but it's a federal holiday, so it's not. And um, if the grass needs cut, the boy's going to do it. So, hell, I'll have another. I'm, I'm working all day. All day. Look, at Tom says, keep it going. It's not whiskey until it's shared. That is the phrase I was looking for, Mike. Thank you. I told you you were going to like it. Right? This is the <laughs> just That's why I've killed about probably 22, 23 bottles at my house in the last really? couple months. Yeah. So uh, you're not the one painting the basement? I saw pictures of it on Facebook. You know, you know what we need to do real quick? <laughs> yeah. This guy needs to try that Texas Oh, whiskey. yeah, we got to keep this spinning. Zach Andrews. Hey, baby. <laughs> Check <laughs> out. So I don't know if you guys watched the show. This is a couple weeks, uh, maybe two months ago or so. Um, one of our patrons, Zach, he's... Uh, you go from... It was a couple weeks. A couple no, months ago. A couple Dude, months. Yeah, right. Come on. Because he so, doesn't work Fridays. Zach sends us a couple of bottles. Zach's a Texas boy. Um, and Texas folk are proud of Texas. <laughs> if one thing is for sure. And so he sends us some Balconies. Never had it. We'll, we'll give it a shot. I sat on it for, damn, a month because of this whole freaking Corona thing. You know, I wanted to wait till we were all together. Finally, it didn't happen. We just had to make it. So I poured it into sample bottles and we did it on one of the live shows where we were all, you know, in our own yep. houses. And um, this is what I have left. I brought it to Sean's tonight because this dude is here and this dude's palate is bourbon trained, man. I mean, it, it, we're, I'm calibrated on the scotch. He's calibrated on the bourbon. So, Zach, we're going to see what Mike's got to Don't say push it that about Balcones Peated and that Balcones French Oak. Um, 
Look at the color on that, boys. It's a little different than the scotches we've been drinking tonight. Pull that dude a fresh glass and let's give him the French. How, how, long, how long do they age that stuff for? Like so two Zach, weeks, three weeks. Talk to <laughs> two or three weeks. <laughs> this is aged for 13 and a half days. I know. <laughs> and then it becomes out that dark. All right. All right. You got to start with the French oak because so, the other one's peated. Hang on so. a second, man. Hang on a second. Bob, you still got the honors, but I got to at least do this, man. Daniel, for Hold Sean, on. because of the sleepless life of a chef. I'm he's, a, not, he's not cooking anymore, Daniel. That's BS. I, he's I do cooking. cook, he's but cooking. now it's a sleepless life of an entrepreneur. Of an entrepreneur. This dude's busier it's, than I'll get out. And he's opening up number two. Congratulations cheers. on that, by the way. Thanks, Daniel. Wheelhouse. Mm. Mm -mm. Bob, you're still on hold. Actually, you might be done because it, it, it zapped up. So we're going to go to here. Zach, there you Malcolm. go, buddy. Talk to us about this, Zach. Put it. Other water down there. French oak uh, is 36 months. 36 no. months. No, we don't. No, we might have some in the fridge over there. Molly, go get us some water. <laughs> so um, I'll go get it. But here, you drive this. Uh, where is it? Zach says that Texas peated is 36 months. Uh, French oak is 36 so months. So both of these are three year olds. I'll get some water. That'll. Or did you get some? And I believe. They're both like 65 plus <laughs> for what ABV or, uh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They bring the, they bring the heat, man. They're not subtle in that way. <laughs> Big and bold. Yeah. It's kind of looks like drinking flat Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Actually it does, doesn't it? Yeah. I think they isn't that available around here, Belcons? Not these. Not these. Mm -mm. Ah, that's why he sent them to us. Oh, okay. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. All right. <laughs> clear some, clear All some right. taste buds. From so you went French Bell's. oak first, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm very anxious to see what you think about that. Zach sent uh, sent two full bottles for us to review on it, and I so I poured them out into five ounce samples to to the guys so we could get through it because I really thought we were going to do it behind the bar here, but that didn't happen. The VID said no. Sixty five. <laughs> Maybe the wheels are off. No, the Peter wheels aren't off. Come on, Bob. We're far from the wheels being off. We're working on it. We're trying to spin them off. Everything's at 40%. I've always been told that the Balcones has been extremely different from regular bourbon. Oh, yeah. And and stuff like that. So It's interesting. Yeah. I, it's, I'm not a bourbon fan. It's pretty freaking good. <laughs> it's, well, it's not good. bourbon. Right. right. It's so not bourbon. It, it's, it doesn't have that bourbon it doesn't sweetness. Have that, yeah, it doesn't have that strong vanilla Indiana just started getting it's their core the range, Justin says. Their standard single malt, baby blue, and pot still bourbon so far he's seen here in, in Indiana. Justin is in Noblesville, I think. I believe so, I yes. I think that's right. I'm trying to pull it together. That's not bourbon. It's a single malt, says Steve. Yes. We corrected it. We're working on it. Oh, I'm yeah. not a bourbon guy. 
It's after 11. Every, yeah, right. Uh, all bets are off at this point, man. I'm all half tempted to try to, to sample to see if I could turn on the Molly cam, but I don't want to screw things up. We, we've done good. You can try it. No, and then all of a sudden it goes after, to shit. It's after 11. And then what? I want to see. We go to Zoom. Everybody wants to see what he's got okay. to say about this. <laughs> yes. No. See, I was right. I was right. I was talking about Justin this weekend, man. He reminds me of uh, my wife's nephew. Look just like my wife's nephew, so. <laughs> These are both Texas single malts. Wow, that's heavy wood. Yeah. Heavy wood. Heavy wood. <laughs> am I, am so I chewing? Zach, he's like, heavy wood. That's what he said. Am, look, look, you see that? Am I, am I chewing on a yes. piece of oak? Yes, piece you are. Of oak? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Trying to pull something else out. It, that, put put some water on it. Have you put some water on it? Have I? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. That was good. My first uh, sip. That's what I want. So put, yeah, put you, some water on it. You, it it opens up. Let's sit there. Let that let that pass. Put some water. We out of milk. <laughs> <laughs> but we out of milk. Put some water. Oh, oh baby, this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yo. Oh, that's you awesome. said Texas heat's hitting you, man. That's oh my gosh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Ron to Jeremy Heavywood. Well, Ron's kind of in trouble, Tom. Tom. I think we covered that last week. <laughs> Drop of water we, helps the French elk. Yes, I think it. I mean, what did you say the percentage was on this? Sixty-one nine, or something like that. It's, it's no, it's like sixty-five. Sixty-five something. It, it passed. No, it. I think he said that. For, did you say that for the peated? Scroll up here. Sixty-five thirty. Zach. 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 French oak is 61.9. Okay, 61.9. Right. So, uh, I mean, 61.9, that's a lot of damn. Yeah. Perfect. It's hard to get past that wood. It's there, though. <laughs> did I actually say that on camera? Yes, you did. Oh, Jesus. It'll be on the podcast tomorrow. Oh, yeah, Christ. it's on the podcast tomorrow. Oh, Don't worry Christ. about it. It'll be my favorite part when I turn this thing on tomorrow. <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know if it'll be on tomorrow because Drew's got to do that. I don't even know how to load that up. Yeah, I have no idea how to do that either. Seems Drew just technical. needs to get back from vacation. Who allowed him to go on vacation? I don't know. That mean? I don't know. I didn't see it come across my desk. I would have declined that. I'd have been like, no. I mean, I, I'd do it. I'm, He's got to show me how to do it. Not on a Thursday night. He's not on right now, so we can tell all the smack we is. want about him. Is what the is. wood's really heavy. Okay, wood heavy. And then now on the second sip, second or third sip, I'm getting almost like a burnt, like burnt fruit. Like if you take... Like, like if you're cooking a, it down. Yeah, and, if you take yeah. a red apple and then throw it on throw it on some heat and just let it char. Just, just char. Char the shit out of it. And that's the French oak. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, of course, I don't taste any peat. No. So. Right. But you'll like the the peat. It is interesting as well. I. So, I but yeah. So thoroughly enjoy all of it. Daniel's uh, looking forward to you hitting the peated one. Am I? Am I getting? Am I getting a little? Maybe a little. If you put some. Son of a bitch. Yeah. If you me. put some hard. Yeah. If you put some fruit. <laughs> burn the shit out of it. And maybe just a sprinkle, right, just a slight <laughs> bit of some of cinnamon on top of it while it's burning. And I'm in. Charred on the top. Stand down, Zach. We got this. Give me that. 
But that French, man, that French oak barrel is it's just a little, little something. Man, that is kicking in, kicking you right in the ass. Wow. <laughs> See? <laughs> uh, All right. So it reminds me of Tony's French oak again. I've had, you know, those, you can buy those little staves, char staves at some liquor stores yep. to put in your bottle if you want yep. to add a little bit more. It's like you grab one of those, you take a chunk. And then take a sip. Yeah, I mean it's That's it, it, rich. it dries your mouth out. There's so oh, much yeah. wood and tannin in it, but it's got such nice, like subtle spices on the back end. It's like cinnamon sticks. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's in that. Yeah, like I said, it was. It's in that burnt fruit, red fruit, and then throw the little tap some cinnamon on top of it and then just I'm thinking like burn the shit out burnt of it. candy apple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn. That's nice. There's a ton of flavors going on there. Oh yeah. I can't get them because the inside of my tongue is just flaming. Um let, let that freaking yeah, yeah, yeah. let that peep oh, yeah. let that let uh, not peep but let that ABV tame down a little bit. There's um there's a lot going on there. But man, that ABV just hit me. So Tom, Drew was afraid to take Black Dynamite. He didn't take the uh, the Tesla, so he does not have good connection there, buddy. <laughs> but Elon still has like another 250 satellites to put in the orbit before he launches this whole global. What's he waiting on? I don't know. Oh, I... now now it's a uh, Fig okay. Newton. Okay. Fig Newton. I can see that coming. Just uh, without tasting with that water, I can see that's how it's going to evolve. God, the nose is wonderful after you water down a little Not bit. Not that cheap shit, Fig Newton. No, like the premium stuff. <laughs> right? Like like you went to a bakery and somebody's grandma's recipe for Fig Newtons yeah, was made. Not, right? not your can Walmart I? bullshit. Yeah, like they went and bought figs and made Fig Newtons. Because there's little chunks of figs in it. Yeah. So <laughs> I wish I could... Because it's... Quote you and put it on the screen. Who? What? Yeah, not that no. fake shit, fake Newton. No, no, not. <laughs> oh, really? It goes with it goes you with know that what I'm talking about. It goes with coy. taking that pan, putting that fruit in it, putting the cinnamon in it, putting a little water, liquiding it up, making it thick, thick, thickening it down, thickening it right. down, right, and then putting it on that almost between like a like a shortbread cookie, shortbread, or, yeah. but a wood-fired oven shortbread cookie so i definitely get that fig it's really it's, good man it's thick it's heavy on the nose it's and they don't have this here no i would love to sit in my driveway and as i usually do you do well and show up with that for go, a couple of my neighbors and say Dude, try this. Work on that. Really yeah. like, what? I mean, that's a glass you would work on, right? This is not oh, yeah. something you're kicking back. You're you're going to be sniffing this for 30 minutes going, damn. But we don't have 30 minutes to finish it. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we got to go to the peak. It, it's good, Zach. I'll Zach, give you that much. Zach, is this is this cast ring considered a cast ring? No, it's not. It's 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 not listed as cast strength. It's just the ABV they list. They they, they, have, to, so they have to water it, it down to, to get it. It has to be cast strength. <laughs> yeah, but it's normally like ninety five. They, they gotta wear a hazmat like suit. Everclear. They pour it out. 
Sunday evening scotch, Mike. I'm a driveway sipper too. <laughs> you Dude, no you idea, gotta Mike. come down. You're in the wrong neighborhood, buddy. I you know. Come over here. <laughs> I fell asleep in my driveway today for a little bit. I almost wasn't sure I was gonna make it. <laughs> We're like, man, chug that freaking okay. Try that one. wings and get down here. This is. It's good. Really it, nice. It's very good. Really nice. I've emptied many a bottle in my driveway in the last three or four months. It's good to have goals. Who doesn't like goals? That's why That's why I started out with the Ballblero too, because I emptied all my Ballblero. Really? Should have been coming over here. Yep. You're out of ball blare. Yes. You have no ball blare 90. I have no ball blare. He doesn't have I don't blare at all. I don't I gotta tell you something. I respect any. the hell out of you for doing that. Dude, you you just do it. I look at the the end of you know stuff that I just adore and I'm like, I can't do it because I don't want you to die. I know, but I was like, screw it. Who cares? Good for you, dude. That's why like, you that's buy what it's that's, for. That's what because my my neighbor Jason, you know Jason, mm -hmm. some of the some of you guys we brought him over here a couple yep. times. Him and I will just sit and but that's what that's why you buy the whiskey. So, Tom's coming down to sit in your driveway. I hope so. Hell yeah. <laughs> Holy shnikes. He better be. So now you're gonna move into the peated Peter. version. All right. No, we didn't use tonight. You know, John, I agree. I, I, no, I but I, I admire Mike for doing that. I mean, you buy the whiskey to drink it, and and I've come to learn. Molly I've, I've started to finally accept that there'll always be another something, another love, right? So SMWFs helped me. Give me a deal, Understand that, um, Travis Faircloth. Travis, if you're still on, you probably sure. logged off because it cool. is getting late. Um, Man, you know, there are, there are bottles that come sweet. across yeah, the market. And you're like, oh, my God, get them, I got to get them. And then you miss it. And you're like, ah, Certainly. and you're, I, I get upset about it. I'm like, you know what? There'll be another one tomorrow or next week. So right. drink it. Enjoy it. That's why you bought it. I mean, if there's something special to hang on to, you know, that you want to hold for your son's graduation no. or a special occasion, that's I get that. I mean, right. uh, you know, I've, I've got bottles that I haven't opened. Sure. Sure. And, and I slap Andrew's hands every time he's coming behind the bar. But um, I mean, it, that's not to say that I wouldn't open them. I'm you know, I, okay. I, want, you I don't know, believe in rescue that should be And this open. is the 65.3, yeah. I think you said. We, we only have one bottle on this bar that's that sacred. I don't think I can open. No, I agree. What's that? That bottle Spangard. of the Spaniard. Oh, yeah. I can't open that. And it's signed. That's why, too. So. Yeah. And it's, it's literally not, irreplaceable. It's, it's not the story of the Spaniard. It's, it's the actual the Spaniard. Spaniard. <laughs> right. It's, it's the bottle we got at the Spaniard bar the night we interviewed John Glazier about making the Spaniard. And then making the story of the Spaniard. And so I, yeah, I don't. And it's signed by John. Did you, it was given to us by the owner of the bar. Did I, you get to try? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So you oh, have yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, that's deep. And I, I don't know if I can open that bottle. I, you say that now. I'm sure we will. Yeah. You Someday say that now. it'll just be the right time and we'll open it, you know? And, and it is what it is. Ooh. You know what? When we get Mike, we got here. What do we got here? Oh. <laughs> All right, Zach. Mike is oh. Zach even what? said, look, look, look. Zach's like, here we go. <laughs> oh. oh, man, that's awesome.
Oh, it's like it's not your typical peat. It's no, it's it's not. like a sugared down peat. Yes. Oh my gosh. You know, I was thinking about that $25,000 eight bottle collection and the fact that they give you a 20 centiliter bottle on the side. You know that we'd open the big bottles and save the little bottle, right? <laughs> That'd be a good point. That'd be a good thing. Yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> and it'd probably be worth more money because nobody would save those. Scotch for Dummies <laughs> doesn't have 25K to blow on it just yet. We're working on it. We're making some investments. We're trying. <laughs> right? We're working on it, man. Give us a minute. <laughs> you know, I did want to, I wanted to make a point. I know we're 20 minutes over and oh my, everybody was cool with gosh, that. Um, one I... of the points that I want to make is this morning, this morning, I got a notification on my phone from American Airlines, popped up in the little top bar. It said, it's time to check in for your flight. And my wife was sitting there with her laptop and I'm oh, got my cup of coffee. It's like 625 and I'm like, what flight the hell are they talking about? Where am I supposed to be going? So I open it up and I'm like, it says that I'm supposed to be checking in from LH. And she's like, yeah, that's London Heathrow. We're supposed to be coming home from Scotland right now. Yep. Thanks, American. I canceled that flight like three or four months ago. You didn't remind me that I needed to check in for it. That that was like salt. I Cold mean, blood. I was like, exactly. I'm like, I did. I, I should have just poured the cock out, went back to bed. I was so pissed. I'm like, I, we literally were supposed to be on a yeah. flight right now coming back from Scotland from the yeah. trip of our life. We should have looked like we went to Wally World. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Heart's Heart's closed. Closed. <laughs> Freaking BB gun. Shoot somebody. I, I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to be way the hell off, but I'm like a peat soaked in orange marmalade. There you go, yeah. Zach. It's a peat soaked orange like marmalade. Mm-hmm. That's what I smell. So, like, did you read Whiskey Mysteries, Connor? I'm going to put them up. Woo, that's hot. That's so, we should have got John Glazier to open it. Well, we did. <laughs> John did open one. And then we all smelled it, and he said, nope, that's corked. And then we got a master class from John Glazier on a corked whiskey and what he got out of it. And he had it sent he back to his pissed. lab, so he could, yeah, he was You said hot. he was pissed. And, and then we had to get a new bottle so he, he could open it, so we could pour something out. Uh, it, it was it was a very interesting, we had a great time. And that, was that, that the, the Spaniard? Yeah, yeah, that was a bottle of, so. No, it was the no, story. No, that was the story oh, of the Spaniard. Spaniard. Right. But we so had, you know that was right. Yeah, completely dumb. Well, he didn't dump no, he, 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 he took it. Oh. Home. He wanted oh. it to go home because he wanted to go to his cork manufacturer and say, what the hell? This is what's going on. I mean, honestly, it was eye-opening to me. I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, Corks. And he's like, and he gave us a lesson. He educated us on it. You smell it, and you're like, well, no shit. Right. And I didn't realize the market and the industry and the expenses and the costs that go into cork manufacturing. Yep. It's, it's not free. No, it's not. And it's <laughs> not. You can tell the ones that go cheap. Think about how many corks are made well, globally every year. The, the best part about that whole thing was we were in New York to go to the Whiskey Expo and we had VIP tickets. Oh, so yeah. we got to go in early. Exactly. And there was a Sounds, bottle of yeah. like an orange marmalade. Yes, Drew, we're still going. Was it Lafroy? Bullmore. Bullmore. Pete. And it was old, like was a 30 or old something. Bullmore they were pouring. And Andrew called him out on it. He was like, look, that, that bottle's corked. It's not any good. You guys shouldn't be serving that. And 
they didn't believe him, but it was court. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I Ballsy wouldn't of say... Andrew to say it. <laughs> You're Texas guy. barbecue. I am. I am yep. totally. Zach said Texas barbecue. Now I'm like, that, that's what's making, and that's hidden some triggers. No one knows how to turn it off. <laughs> the recession collection. <laughs> yeah. Drew, that one's for you. Phil is right. We do not know how to turn it We're just going to keep off. going just until just you get going. back. So get on the road, brother. No. Nah, we want to hear Mike's impressions. Everybody, everybody says, you know, when you're sniffing, when you're tasting, if somebody says something, it starts triggering stuff in your head. And so, like I was saying, the orange marmalade, and then Zach was saying, like a Texas barbecue. I'm not saying a pork barbecue. Maybe a beef rib barbecue. Fair enough. A little, little not, brisket. Not, not bacon because it, I don't smell bacon. Right. But you're getting those deeper, richer you did water, right? flavors. Hell no, I didn't want You need to no. try it. Got, got, oh, this one needs it. No, I, I think you need to just to see what it does. Oh. It's it's wonderful oh, stuff, that's man. That's wonderful. Yes, that is phenomenal. One so, what's that bottle go for, Zach? Yeah. Just yeah. out of curiosity, talk to and us we about can't price get it point. Here yet, right? Not yet. We can't get it here. Well, you, you know, you can get it here. We know a guy that's had Bobby, shipping problems this is before. The <laughs> he, he says Zach no water. Says no water. And Zach says no water no. again. I'm I'm a high ABV guy. Oh, now, so am so. I. But I I've got to put water well, on to test it. Just Maybe I'll. This is take the peated balconies, Bob. Maybe, maybe I'll take out half of this and then add a little. Yeah, I'm not saying don't enjoy it. That's water, all we got left. But because, wow, I, this is. We do know a guy, <laughs> Zach Andrews. Oh man! And then I go to this one. It's all bubble gum. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> is that all juicy good? fruit? Or I, I like. I like when I take. Do. I like when I take the sip. And God, I get that. Sweet. Get that barbecue, and then There's I inhale through my nose, and then that's when I get the peat. Yeah, I like that part. It yeah, it's has, not overpowering. It, it has. You take the sniff, you drink, and then I oh, get yeah. the, I get the I, barbecue. Right. I get the orange marmalade. Right. And then I inhale through my nose, and then then it, right then the peach so kicks in. What's the how does uh what's the story Zach on how Balcones peats this? Yeah, that we that covered it already. Super... I know, but I uh, um. I think they fly in peat from Scotland and they peat their own barley. No, I thought there was a, a peated a company that they buy. Yeah, there's peat in Texas. Remember that that dude had. I'm asking a peat yeah, let's farm. Ask, I guess let's, you would call it. Um, and they used that because it was Texas peat. Texas peat's some damn good so hot sauce. Like you know the irony about Texas armadillos. Pete? You can't buy Texas peat hot sauce in Texas. I will. I will say they're not missing anything. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah, it's okay. there, yeah, there's a local distiller here in Indianapolis that tries to do a peated. Really? That I these think, guys pull this, it off. I think Falcone's done a good job. So, I think they're. I, will, I didn't enjoy job. it. I'll just say I. I won't say who it is, but I but did you not didn't enjoy, enjoy that. What do you think? And this is fantastic. You would own a bottle of this on your yes, bar? Yes, I would. Worth $70. The only real source of peat in Texas is probably in protected because, because the ABV 
because everybody knows that I love my Elijah Craig barrel proof. And that's usually <laughs> around 120, anywhere between 120 I, and I post 138, comment. let's say. Because of the high <laughs> ABV, I like this. There you go. There you go. All right. Hey, you know what? Hang on, Mike. What, what was your comment? Our best to Depot. What did I miss? Is Depot okay? What? Oh, yes. Phil's off to watch a movie with Depot. Okay. Bye, Phil. Um, so anyway, I think that might be wrapping up for us anyway. Yep. So guys, blended scotch. Thank you, Zach. Um, fantastic. Naked grouse. Good stuff, Winter. man. Go if you don't if you haven't explored some some blended scotches, I, I think that there's some stuff out there that's worth exploring. Absolutely. And if you can get your hands on some of the <laughs> older stuff, like it's really good, man. Sean and um, I always talk about we need to go dusty hunting. This would be like being dusty hunting. Stuff like this would be like estate sale stuff. Like yeah. like some dude passes away and they've got like an old bottle that they just never got around to opening. Well, it's been cash. sitting there for eighty bucks. I read about it for all the time. You know what I mean? Read about it all the time. And you're like, hey, you know what? I'll give you ten bucks for that. And they're like, oh my god, I can't believe I got ten bucks for this dusty old bottle. And you're like, I know, I'm I'm really doing you a favor, right? <laughs> you take I, it, put it on a YouTube <laughs> channel, and be like, holy shit. <laughs> so there you go Drewby Doo we missed you tonight brother. guys thanks for joining us happy Thursday fellas that's to Drew wheelhouse to you we did not see Andrew on the comments I'm calling him out right now he right? wants to do this anyway so hang on a second we've got we got a new, new member, member. Oh. Preston, Preston right on Preston we're getting thanks ready for to joining the us. show but thanks for joining and uh, we're on every Thursday night guys Next week, we got a review coming up on Monday, another live show yep. on Thursday, trying to get back into the groove of things. I do want to say a shout out and thank you to all the folks that made 11,000 subscribers. That's huge, happen. man. Um, Good job. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers to you guys. Hey, have a happy and safe everybody again. July. Don't blow anything up. Okay?